Don't shift your weight. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello, and welcome to March Bradness. I'm Sarah. I'm Hannah, and this is the world's only March Madness-style Brad Pitt-themed podcast. We're pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. This is not a spoiler-free podcast, so if you haven't seen the movies we're talking about this week, you should see them. Uh, This is a shot chaser kind of situation. Yeah. I want to say really quick before we get into this, Hannah and I have watched every single Brad Pitt movie. This is it. This is it. it. Except for uh, fucking, what is it? The Voyage of Time. (sighs) It's bane of my existence. It's been a long journey. Um, We have a very special guest with us here today. Hi, I'm Brittany. I've also seen every Brad Pitt movie. And I did it before Hannah and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> did it before. It was cool. Thank you for not suing us. <laughs> Intellectual property. <laughs> no, no, you definitely started watching every Brad Pitt movie before me. I just went through them very quickly due to the fact that I wasn't doing a podcast. <laughs> That's fair. It's That's fair. fair. That's also, like, more impressive you were just like, I just want to watch every Brad Pitt movie. Goddamn. Yeah, like, I didn't choose Brad. Brad chose me. Uh, it just came out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, I watched every single one in about a month to a month and a half, maybe. Um, it was a rough semester. <laughs> it's incredibly honorable. <laughs> I'm really excited to, like, find out how your takes on this are. Definitely Although I'm glad that we're all on the same level now. Like, Hannah and I have caught up to you. Yeah. We're all... We're all in the same sphere. In the same boat, the same Brad Fair boat. Fight. I guess we should we should start at the end, Yeah, let's, I think. Let's start at the very the last... last Brad Pitt movie we had to see, which, honestly, I wish we had <laughs> I planned wait, I can't believe it was last. <laughs> I planned... I watched... The last one I watched was The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Ooh. Because I did my research ahead of time, and I found out that it was uh, Brad's favorite movie. So I was like, <sighs> I'm going to savor that one for the end. See, you were the, smart. You were doing it right. Yeah. You thought... You, we were just like, I don't want to watch 12 Years of Slave. <laughs> I actually didn't watch 12 Years a Slave during my, uh, like, Brad Pitt marathon because I watched it last summer because I wrote an article about it, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to rewatch it twice in one year because yeah. it's too much. It's, it's so a, it's much. It's once every 12 years kind of movie, I think. Oh, I think it's 2014. I don't know. It's directed by Steve 2013. McQueen. 2013. Ooh, Brittany coming in hard with the facts. <laughs> uh, 2013, directed by Steve McQueen, who also directed Hunger, which is... Also a r- very, very rough movie based off a true story of Solomon Northrup and he got kidnapped and sold into slavery even though he's a free man. And it fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> he was kidnapped from the uh, town that I'm from, Saratoga, New York. That's why I wrote the article about it last year for a newspaper or a magazine in Saratoga that was about Saratoga and pop culture. And yeah, it's like, <laughs> like what? I was like, this is super fun. Like, all the other stories were like, Whitney Houston recorded a music video here. James Bond once bet on the horses here. And then the other part was just that the guy, the real-life guy, was kidnapped from Saratoga, New York. (laughs) Holy shit. 
I was going to say the hardest part of this movie to watch is watching him get kidnapped, but that is so wrong. All of it's the <laughs> it's hardest. It's all pretty hard. <laughs> Although I will say, Brad Pitt doesn't show up until like the last 20 minutes. He plays a Canadian who has long flaxen hair and a salt and pepper beard, but no mustache. I can't imagine not watching this movie and not knowing that he was going to show up. No I would have been shocked. I'm like, what the fuck? Because he does, he really comes out of the left field. He's like, what? Like, and I knew definitively that he was in this, but like, even so, you're watching the time tick on and you're like, who the fuck is he going to be? There's no time for another character. Is this, is this the hunk again? Oh, swindled. (laughs) Yeah, uh, he shows up, he's a Canadian, he disavows slavery like a good person. Thank God. Uh, Once again, proving that Brad, I think, has really only been not woke twice in his career. What is, for what did he do? Uh, California with a K. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, sh- too young to die. Yeah. I'm so sure unless he's playing a serial killer, he stands for justice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. Although IMDb fun fact, um, he was originally asked to play the Michael Fassbender role, <gasps> uh, but he turned it down. He said, "I don't want to do it." He was criticized for playing the role that he did play, but he said he didn't insist on playing it, but that it was easier for the movie to get funding if he did it. Oh. So Brad did it to champion his film. That's amazing. Wow. In my, That's weird, because watching that, I had the weird sense. I was like, I feel like they approached him for a bigger role. That would make sense. But I could definitely see him being like, hell no. no I, I don't want to say the N-word. <laughs> no. I can only see Michael Fassbender playing such a horrifying oh character. God. Honestly. Um, Brad. Uh, he is responsible for helping Solomon get out of being enslaved, because Solomon asks quietly and... And says, will you please send a letter to my friends in the north? You're the only person who seems to be trustworthy here. I already trust once and my money got stolen and I got punished. And Brad Pitt's like, this is very dangerous. But yeah. And so then he sends a letter and then Solomon's friends come and then they save him. And Lupita Nyong'o is left in her horrible situation and then... Solomon goes back up north and meets his grandbaby for the first time, and um, the end. That was it. (laughs) It's good in, like, that way where you're like, this is a movie, and I know I am watching a good and important movie, but boy, howdy do I not ever want to watch this ever again. Yeah. I was talking to a friend about it this morning, and she was like, I was going to watch that once, and then I put it on, and I realized that it wasn't the mood. And I'm like, yeah, it's it's, it's a movie you watch when you want to learn something, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I'm going to like sit myself down and like school myself on something. Yeah, it's not like a fun time movie. No. You're like, oh, just came home from a long day of work. I'm going to crack <laughs> open a beer and watch 12 Years a you Slave. You know, with my friends, you know, what should we put on? Let's throw in 12 Years a Slave, <laughs> guys. That sounds fun. Chilling with the bros. Smash after, you know? <laughs> 12 Years a Slave is a movie that was watched exclusively by people trying to watch every movie nominated for Best Picture. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and history teachers. Yes. Should we swap these scorecards? Yeah, around? there's really not much else to say. We gave Almost it- the exact same thing. Wow. And we wrote, like, the same thing on commitment. We Sarah and I both... Uh, <laughs> 
commented on his voice. I said accent, LOL, and she said terrible bad voice. I hate when Brad does this voice. Where as soon as he opened his mouth. But he only mouth. did it at the start. The second scene he was in, he wasn't doing the voice. I didn't notice that. Yeah, I remember because I was significantly less filled with fucking rage when he was talking. How, how do we describe it? Can we Let's all imitate it. I was blown away when you said he was Canadian because I thought he was doing like the exact voice that he does in Benjamin Button. Yeah. It's the old-timey. Old-timey southern accent where he's like... Well, I traveled this country for the best part of 20 years. My freedom is everything. The fact that I can walk out of here tomorrow brings me great pleasure. I heard the accent, and then I had to, like, close my eyes and run through, like, all the films in my head, like a little, like, Rolodex. I was like, which one is it? Which one is it? Which one is it? And I came up with Benjamin Button, I think. Benjamin Button. That's good. Um, I think fucking Tristan. I Mm, was also thinking Tristan. It's like that repressed voice that he does where he's like, well, I have to say these words. Yeah. And then I'm going to say them, and it's going to be. Very emotional for everybody when I say these words. Like that's what he sounds like. He's like, he's like, he's like, well, I'm a professional actor, and it's the old days. So, son, he's gonna learn us a lesson. He learned that from uh, Robbie Redford. Good old Robbie Red. Rob, you ruined him. As soon Sarah, as do you he... have an impression of Brad's voice. I don't know if I can do it. Yeah, well, I just don't come talk like this. I think slavery's real bad. Yeah, it's like that. Like, exactly like that. And those are his lines for me. Yeah. That is the script, too. 12 Years a Slave. It's so, it's just like, why are you doing that? Buddy boy? Old buddy, old pal? Old, old, old guy. Um. Okay, so down the line, Hannah, gave it, you gave it a three for commitment. When you gave it a two. Uh, yeah, Sarah gave it a two. Okay. I feel like, like going back to what you were saying, like a couple episodes ago about three just being like very middle of the road. Bad, yeah, for sure. I don't think there was anything like bad. Like he was, he was technically proficient. He showed up for work. He did a fine job. I forgot it was Brad Pitt a couple times. Whoa. No, see, that's where that's why I gave it a two because part of like commitment is like blending into the movie. But like I said before, like when I was watching it, yeah, like, I was like, Brad Pitt. Told, I was like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, and the whole scene I was just like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was definitely like yeah. that for the first scene, but I think the second scene that he came in, I was a little bit less like, oh fuck, that's, that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. and a little more like, I hope this. Canadian does the right fucking thing, <laughs> asshole. I'm watching you. Watching you, Schlep, or whatever his name was. Schlep? Shep? Wait, what was his name? <laughs> no. I don't know. It was something. Uh, Brittany gave it a two. And uh, Sarah also gave it a two. She just went, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I felt. Hmm. hmm. I mean, I felt like he was spunkier than everyone else there, but... For a Brad, he wasn't... On a scale of one to Brad, he yeah. was not great. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't know if it makes sense what I like wrote on my card. Oh, but he was like, almost visibly proud of the movie. I felt like, I think I saw someone do it in like 30 Rock recently or something, but where they're like on camera and then they're just looking at the camera and they're like so excited that they're on camera and they're like so excited that's happening. I just felt this like aura radiating from him that he was like, I'm so freaking excited that we're making this movie. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad, like this is so important. Like, Because whenever Brad like produces movies, I feel like he's like, really excited about doing like interesting like important exciting stuff so i just moonlight yeah exactly that's like the other one i was thinking was moonlight and i just felt like his whole or also can you imagine moonlight had a similar the equivalent to this (laughs) brad pitt just steps into the screen when somebody's like being homophobic and he's like hey man homophobia is really bad. I don't think you should do that. You know, love is love, right? And then he just walks <laughs> love out. Is love is love. Um, or if he's like the history teacher and he like comes back to Tyrone and is like, you know, you can always talk to me. And then is never spoken to again. Yeah. But I just felt like he was almost like radiating excitement. <laughs> he was, he was excited. Yes. So this movie only took like 35 days to shoot. That's another like fun fact that I found. Wow. Um, yeah, so I feel like he was probably there for, like, one day or half a day, because, like, otherwise a big Hollywood producer, like, wouldn't be on the set at all. Right. So he was probably just, like, really happy to be there. Yeah. He was like, hey, oh, good, I... I'm in a costume again! <laughs> I, again, three was just sort of a, again, showed up for work, told us to not be racist, went home. Yeah. He was, when he was given a speech about, like... Don't be racist, mm-hmm. you racist pig, my so-called fast bender. He was like putting some ch- some teeth into it. Yeah, but not anything. And he built that building good. Yeah, he did. Then he built, built his building in New Orleans. Too slow. I made a tweet recently that I will not say until the second half of this show. Uh, <laughs> that was liked by a man named Jason with no icon oh, on Twitter. Oh, oh my god. god. And I went to Jason's profile because I said, oh, yes, a fellow Brad Pitt aficionado slash why would you like this tweet? Um, And it was just like a bunch of retweets of like people talking at and about Brad Pitt. And one of them was like a reply to a thing for someone. Like it wasn't even the original thread, but it was a reply to a thread that was basically like, Brad Pitt, it's not your fault that the homes in New Orleans, like, fell down. My family is so happy for the home you gave us. It was the materials, not you. Or something like that. And I was like... I kind of feel like Jason is Brad in disguise. (laughs) It's his ghost Twitter account. We're going to put a pin in this because I have a lot to say. It makes sense for what her tweet was. (laughs) Oh, my God. Worth the wait. Um, I'm gonna keep us going here. Emotion, Hannah, you gave it a three, and you said, but really, more for the film itself. Brittany gave it a two, said Benjamin Button voice, so repressed. Uh, Sarah gave it a three for emotion, plus one for not being racist. So does that make it a four four or no? Mm -mm. So that brought him up to a three. Okay. Uh, so it's exactly like it Hannah's. Three. It was a two, and then you just gave it. The it gave it a three because he wasn't racist. Yeah, I was like a four for emotion. Mm-hmm. That is high. No, that is not high. High. no way. <laughs> yeah, I. Most important. I don't know. There's really not much else to say. He doesn't. He, he really just. He's not expressing many emotions. He's Other really than slavery's. He's bad. really reading the script, and like that's pretty much it. And to be honest, he probably didn't spend a lot of time preparing for this role either, so that's probably why he's doing producer like, stuff. No emotion <laughs> coming yeah. from him. 
I think we're forgetting an important category. <laughs> God. The most important category. Hannah and I, I think for the first time, gave the exact same answer for looks, which yes. was too greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, it's exactly the same. Except I wrote my two as a two. Like the as, number two? Yeah, like the number two. I spelled it out. Yeah. I was yeah. feeling fancy. But most importantly is the answer that I'm reading over your shoulder that Brittany gave. <laughs> she says no. Chin strap beard. He looks like he's dying, but not in the way he puts on. <laughs> so Hannah, as you probably know, thinks boys who look like they're just Close on the verge death. of death, just dying, like, uh, are real attractive. Um, <laughs> Going for that tuberculosis which, <laughs> The tuberculosis look. But here I think Brad looks like he's dying in that he has giant baggy circles under his eyes. He's so dying. <laughs> he looks like death. He just, I looked at him and I was like, Brad, you look so bad. But I, I think that may have been like a bonus in this the movie. Hair was if okay, he looked, though. if Brad Pitt showed up in this movie like looking super hot and like delivered. <laughs> and his hair is shining. Like, he's like, I'm not racist and look at how gorgeous I am. That would be really like, bad for the movie. <laughs> be a little extra. <laughs> to segue from that for you, um, how about uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's southern accent? I spent too much time thinking about how his actual family owned actual slaves God, to, like, oh. think about. That's very bad. Benedict also, Cumberbatch. that guy uh, from Little Miss Sunshine is in this. Paul Dano. Yeah. If you took a boy and took all the bones out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is this yeah. the one that uh, that he, like, beat up, that Solomon beat up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Off Christian Bale. Oh. I looked at him, I thought it was Christian Bale, and I had to Google. No, it's Paul Dano. Except it looks like Christian Bale from, like, Newsies, so, like, yeah, they would have had to de-age Christian Bale, Bale to put it in the And debone him. Debone him. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christian Bale's got some cut cheeks. Yeah. There's really not, yeah, so total total scores. Um, Brittany gave it a six. Sarah gave it a seven. You gave it a nine, Hannah. Wow. Yeah, checks out. Um, So that's a total of 22. Hell Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm feeling, feeling 22. 22. At least it's not 22 years of slave America. Ooh, boy. All right, I'm gonna stop. We're gonna we're gonna stop this before before it's too late. Before it's too late. Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Mr. and Mrs. Smith is your mom's favorite movie <laughs> yeah. of the 2000s. Of the 2000s. Uh, she loves it. Brad Pitt is a super sexy spy. Angelina Jolie is also a super sexy spy. And together, they are super sexy spies. They don't know that the other one is a super sexy spy until a little ways into the movie. And then they're working for like opposing agencies. And then they try to kill each other. And then they realize that they're more in love than ever before. And then they have hot house-destroying sex. And then they win. It's true. I don't ever really know what the objective in this movie Me either. is. Okay, I thought I understood it the first time I watched it, and then when I skimmed it on the train this morning, I was like, but what's actually happening? I right? have no it's idea. Like, who's, who's out to get them? What is... Uh, what? Seth from The O.C. is in it, and a bad guy? Who, most important part of this entire movie, wears a Fight Club t-shirt. What? Wait, you didn't know this? Wait, what? You didn't know this? The first time I watched it, I was like, he's wearing a Fight Club t-shirt. In Mr. and Mrs. In Smith. In Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the scene where they've taken Adam Brody to the hotel room and they're interrogating them, 
er, they are interrogating him. He's wearing a shirt with the pink soap on it that says Fight Club. What? You didn't notice that? No. I was too busy. It's like the best out. part of the whole movie. Holy <laughs> shit. Good God. Brittany, you should take our jobs. Honestly, I do not feel qualified. Um, well, that raises a lot of questions, such as, one, in the universe that Mr. and Mrs. Smith takes place in, does Fight Club, well, then Fight Club canonically exists, but is it like the And in same? Fight Club, Seven Years in Tibet canonically exists. Because Whoa. there's a scene in Fight Club where he's standing in front of a movie theater and it says Seven Years in Tibet on the movie theater. Holy shit. You don't know that Brad Pitt no. Cinematic Universe. Okay. There's We've got three. that does like the Tom Cruise uh, verse and it, they watch every Tom Cruise movie and like put them all together into one universe. I think it's possible for Brad as well. Uh, I don't know about that podcast. How can we be guests on that? This is amazing. I yeah, they're still going. It's called the Cruise Cast. So much information. And we didn't even get to the most important revelation. Guys? We're diving right in. Oh, we're going right to it. Guys? <laughs> as Angelina Jolie <laughs> was disrobing into her dominatrix outfit in the beginning when they're both going on super secret spy missions, I realized Brad Pitt fucking loves getting pegged. <laughs> Brad Pitt, like that, that. I mean, from the moment that I uh, clapped eyes on Brad, I knew he was a bottom. He's a huge fucking sub. I mean, look at all of his exes. Those are all women that love pegging Brad Pitt. Or just pegging, like, Goop loves to peg. Yeah, but especially Brad Pitt. (laughs) No better. No better man to peg. Uh, Who else has he dated? Uh... Jennifer Jennifer Aniston, I don't think was as into it as mm. he was, but was a willing participant. Yeah. Yeah. She had to be like convinced. Yeah. He yeah. Like, he was hey. like, Jen, I really want this. And she's like, okay, Brad, like, <laughs> I love you. I love you. You know I'm America's sweetheart, right? <laughs> I don't find out about this, but like, you know? Can't I those are like the main ones, you know? Those were the ones yeah. that he was engaged and or married to. Yeah, so that was what I realized about the world while watching Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, should we get to the scorecards? I think we should. Now that we've gotten... So this but, really contextualizes the movie, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it just gives a better, clearer picture of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. This is a movie where Brad Pitt is clearly madly in love with his co-star oh and God. cares about nothing else this movie in is, the world. Yeah, it's the po- this is like the direct opposite of By the Sea. Oh, like, holy shit, yes. Absolutely back to back, the direct opposite. Yes. The joy in Brad's eyes during Mr. and Mrs. Smith is equal to the pain and heartbreak in his eyes during <laughs> by the sea. It's if you true. watched those two movies back to back, they would cancel each other out and you would have no memory of the event. Holy shit. I'm going to flip this over and I'm going to see what you gave it. Oh, wow. Ooh, a little more disparity here. Hannah, you gave this a three for commitment, and you said, sure is a movie. <laughs> sure is a movie. You are not down to clown with uh, his commitment. It's just like, I feel like Mr. and Mrs. Smith is hard to judge on the Brad, because more so than anything, you're seeing Brad the person rather than Brad the Brad, if that makes sense. Like, he's, yeah. like, distractingly in love with Angelina. Yeah. And then you realize that he's fucking married to Jennifer Aniston this whole time. 
Well, I was thinking if they didn't, if they had played this exact same movie and then they didn't get, he didn't get divorced from Jen and he was like, I'm still in love with you. And then she had watched this movie like at the premiere. It would have been really hard for her. Yeah, she would have been like, um, you're super not. I feel like I just learned this for the first time, but then I know that we probably talked about this the last time we recorded this. That he was still married to Jen? And I think I had the same reaction, but... <laughs> she did. I have the memory of a goldfish, so let me just take this in a minute. Yeah, Brad Pitt was super still married to Jen. This movie, he had an affair on, clearly, and there was, like, a huge gossip thing, and people were like, what's going on with Brad and Angie? That's a lot. Yeah. Sarah, you had the... You said word for word what you're saying right now on the podcast before. <laughs> it's like 51st dates, and 50 first times watching Brad Pitt movies that you've already seen. 51st times realizing that Brad Pitt was cheating on Jennifer Aniston oh. with Angelina Jolie during the filming of Mr. and Mrs. Smith. It hurts just as bad. Sorry, Adam Sandler. Um, <laughs> Sarah, give us a three. No comment. Yeah, what is there to say? Brittany gave it a four. Whoa. She says, dumbass and dumbass roll meathead action, Brad, do an action. Okay, that is, we haven't really talked about this being an action movie. It's totally an action movie. How rarely Brad does action. Yeah, it's like almost 100% action. When I was watching this morning, flipping through, I was like, I'm going to skip through all the action scenes. And it was all action scenes. Yeah. And Brad was like super into it. Brad was running through fences and, like, rolling down hills and, like, knocking over jars of cans. And he was getting really <laughs> into all of it, like, physically. Right. Which I think, like, he has a lot of fun doing that. He's, like, he, at the time, he was, like, very active, like, jumpy kind of guy. Totally. And he's, I feel like Brad is, like, an idiot, kind of. I mean, I love yeah. him, but he's an idiot. And he, when he plays idiot characters, I'm like, that's him. That's <laughs> It's always with that haircut, too. Yeah. yeah the Fun shorter friend. the hair, the dumber the, the bride. bride. I, there was definitely similarities for the Oceans movies, mm-hmm. which are oh, also kind there of There were action. a lot of lines in this movie that were just, like, super rusty. Yeah. Um, like, a lot of his punchlines he was throwing out were, like, really rusty punchlines. Interesting. The Smith to... Ra- that's really interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. It makes me Especially like... Especially because he's filming them both at the same time. Right. Maybe the same character. John Smith is Rust, and when we can't be, he doesn't have a hand tattoo. Never mind. And Rusty always says no guns. Uh, emotion. Panache. Oh, fuck. Panache. <laughs> the one I always forget. Uh, Brittany gave this a four. I just felt like he was having so much fun, and I just, like, was enjoying watching him have fun. Even though I don't really like this movie that much, I liked watching Brad have fun. But I didn't give it a five because it wasn't, like, Ocean's amount of fun. That's fair. That's fair. That's valid. That's true. Very true. Sarah gave it a three. I did. I did. No comment. No, still no comment. Yeah, I, I don't have one now. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah gave it a four as well, so I think I'm, I'm always being a little harsh here, I guess. Um, no, no, your three is valid. Thank it, you. It is valid. Three is very valid. Oh, thank valid. you. I feel, you are valid. I feel seen and validated. <laughs> yeah, he was you know, just kind of middle of the road. He did. He was definitely having fun. Hannah, your comment here is he loves playing with Angie, which is... Yeah, like they're playing pretend! (laughs) Yeah. Like kids! (laughs) You filthy animal! But he does love playing with Angie. (laughs) Boy! Or should I say Angie loves playing with him? (laughs) Brad, you gonna take that? (laughs) Brad, you gonna say anything on Twitter? (laughs) Can't. Actually, um, I want to say for Panache, too, like, 
just for Brad as like a comedic person, I love when he gets paired with comedians in movies. Yeah. Like I think he should always be like opposite comedian. Like him in him and Jonah Hill in Moneyball were like dynamite. Oh, yeah. And him and Vince Vaughn in this. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not crazy about this movie because it's not my kind of movie, really, but Vince Vaughn was my favorite part of the whole movie because I love Vince Vaughn. I think he's hilarious. Um, the best line in the whole movie was when his mom starts to come downstairs and Vince Vaughn screams, Mom, I could have killed you right You're on high alert right now. You do not even realize. Just hilarious. I just think that Brad, like, when he's doing comedy and there's, like, another comedian there, he really, like, lights up the room. That's true. Funny. That's yeah. true. It's like the whole character actor. People think Brad Pitt's like a drama man, but he's he's funny. He's, a funny he's guy. really funny. Yes, he should play comedy. <sighs> Brittany, you under I feel so understood right I know. now. <laughs> I'm like I feel seen. Um, Hannah, you gave this a three for somebody's in trouble again. <laughs> you gave this a three. It's the kink cops coming to Brad. Come to get Brad. <laughs> no, they're coming for you because you said emotion three is hot and emotion. Would you care to explain yourself? Oh, yes. Um, You're saying that the emotion that he evoked was, damn, that's a spicy meatball. (laughs) Yes. Because when he was looking at Angie, he was like, damn. And, like, when they fuck in their house, I'm like, damn. You know what? Hot is an emotion. You can be a horny actor and make it good. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was horny. Points for being horny. Make it horny. Yeah. Horny is an emotion. It's a feeling we all feel, and You're that's right. okay. Hey, are there porn star awards? Of course there yeah. are. Yeah. Cool. I was just wondering. <laughs> I would really love it. Can we give one to Brad? <laughs> yes, for Mr. and Mrs. Smith. An EGOT, but also a porn get star an award. Porn star award. So let's EGOT. get Stormy Daniels to do a dramatic tell-all, read the audiobook mm-hmm. for her Grammy. Okay. Star in a biopic about it for her Oscar. Make a play about it for Tony. <laughs> and then, like, be a really good guest host of SNL for So she's Grammy. won nothing so far. <laughs> she's won nothing, but this is how you get Stormy. <laughs> this is how you could get an EGOT, but also a porn award, making you the first EGOT. <laughs> It's a new category. That would be amazing. Well, we won't beat you there. Here, look. You just you get the egot and then you win the porn one afterwards because oh, you've already got the egot. I fucking want to watch that. Yeah. Right. Like then you're a star. Then you're a star. Yeah, you're a star. But like also though, like I'm thinking of people who do have yeah, egots. Yeah, who's got an egot? Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi, it's your time. Whoopi, no eyebrows. She can do it. Whoopi, no eyebrows. Goldberg. Yeah, she can do it. She could do it. Yeah, I believe in her. I'm gonna send her a message. Uh, Steve Martin, I think. No, no. it's an no. honorary egot, so it doesn't really count. Steve, what do they honor him with? Uh, an Oscar. I think he has an. I think he has like a, a like a achievement award. His face skeeps me out. I don't like that. Well, good thing that the EGOPT doesn't exist. (laughs) Anyway, um... (laughs) The emotion Mr. and Mrs. Smith evokes, both within the viewing audience, a.k.a. me, and Brad Pitt, the emotion he is displaying, is haunt, uh, which I am making a thing. (laughs) Pretty just vomited. (laughs) 
Uh, it's a combination of horny slash turnt. Sarah gave it a three for an emotion and said, eh. 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 Uh, Brittany, you gave it a two. You said not an emotional movie. Some of his punchlines are so flat. Punchline is you die. Most boring delivery ever. Yeah, that he has is. that line in the to Adam Brody when he's wearing the Fight Club t-shirt. He's like, Option A, you talk, we listen, no pain. Option B, you don't talk. I remove your thumbs with my pliers. It will hurt. Option C, I like to vary the details a bit, but the punchline is, you die. And I was like, that could have been like such a funny line. Yeah. And it was just like, deadpan. Yeah. I wanted to be looking Bad. at Angie. Yeah. Yeah. There's no like emotions to be had here. The emotion Except is horny. action. Horny action. Horny action. Horny action. Action. You know, there's just, there's no depth to like an action yeah. movie. It's I mean, a, it's, it's sorry, a, action movies. No, they're not this one. It's a movie for your parents in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And boy, did they have a good time. It's so true that no spawned a lot of babies. Yeah. Oh. A lot of younger siblings. God. You know? It's hard for a movie with no sad Brad. Yeah, it really is. Because his cries are so good. Because <laughs> when such, he's crying he's out, such an ugly crier. Yeah, um, Hannah, you didn't like his looks, which is a little surprising to me. You said, "Eh, no." I was gonna say initially, I said yes, but then I did more thinking about the buzz cut and how small his ears are, and I was like, <sighs> "I see now that you had written sure and scribbled it out." And you know, he's just a little too beefy, you know. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's dying. At the he doesn't. He certainly doesn't. I was gonna say that in terms yeah. of like shaved head brats, like up. yeah, he's like bulked up. Like when Tyler Durden's in his shaved head nastiness, I'm like I. But this yeah. Brad is too wholesome. Mm. Yeah. Sarah said what I can agree with, which is yes, buzz cut Brad can get it. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. He's doing good. He's buff. He's bald. You he's know, beautiful. When I start. When I started watching all the Brad movies, I thought the only Brad hair that I would ever like is, like, Ocean's Eleven. Like, spiky. spiky. Yeah, spiky short. I really like that. And I was like, no way will I ever find a long hair Brad attractive. No way will I ever find Buzzcut Brad attractive. But over time... She grows on you. I came to love it. You're just making me think about how versatile his hair is. He's got a lot... It's always his hair, too. Yeah. I don't think Brad Pitt ever wears a wig. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany also gave this a yes and said, Action Brad Forearms. He has really great forearms. And only just now did I connect, like, the puzzle pieces in my mind that this was at the same time as Ocean's 12. And one of the main emotions that I had when watching Ocean's 12 earlier this year was that Steven Soderbergh is a coward for never showing Brad Pitt's crossed arms in a rolled-up sleeve button-up in focus because he constantly was doing it blurry. And I took all these screenshots of it blurry in the background. He never showed it in focus. But in this movie, when they're holding the guns out to the side and spinning around in, like, the department store or whatever they're in, uh, his forearms look great. That was pretty hot. really nice. Forearms mean a lot to me. So, Brittany, you gave it an 11? Yes. Sarah gave it a 10. We got a 10 from Hannah as well. So that's a 31. Ooh, Mr. Hot and Mrs. Doggy. Smith, guns a blazing. <laughs> well, you know, 12 Years a Slave, I, I don't feel like I should rag on it. <laughs> oh, God. 12 Years a Slave was a good movie that you should watch uh, when you are feeling like getting real sad about and, humanity. Mm-hmm. 
and learning some things. Yeah. Yeah. But you should never watch it twice. Nope. No. Once, once, that's a once and done movie. And once done. is good. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Going on to the next round. We have one, count it, one episode left. It will be here the week after next for real this time. For real. We I'm know sorry. we missed another week. I'm sorry. Life comes at you fast. Um, it will be the Mexican versus nothing. <laughs> Because Omnimax won't email me back about the voyage of time. So we're going to pit it against the concept of Brad Pitt or something. Brad Pitt's reputation. Um, oh, yeah, Brad Pitt on Glory Days. Oh, yeah, we do need to do Glory Days. And I did buy the DVD set from a trader in the Midwest. So maybe we'll do that. Nice. It's a surprise. Or it's all a- I'm saying is redemption arc for a dropped movie. <gasps> That's also really good. Dark Side of the Sun. Hannah is nutting. I'm sorry. If you bring back a movie and you bring back Dark Side of the Sun and not Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Lieutenant Aldo Rain deserves his moment. <laughs> wow. That's a lot to unpack. Um, What were you going to say? I was going to say fucking Tristan. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. Legends of the Fall. Legends of the also, Fall. Legends of the Fall um, and... Inglorious Bastards were both in my top ten Brad Pitt movies, and yet they left the show in like the first round. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. All right. Well, interesting. Um, maybe a poll is in order. Ooh, we never do polls. Use your engagement. Use your engagement. What's that? Okay, we're gonna do a poll. Get your ears open and check our Twitter and Facebook. I don't know where. Can you do polls on Facebook? Yes. That's going to be really exciting. It's going to be our season finale. We are almost done with round two. That is crazy. Oh, my gosh. Um, I reiterate, we've seen every Brad Pitt movie. We've seen every single Brad Pitt movie. Holy shit. It feels different than I thought it would. It does. Anyway, thank you. Uh, You can find our polls on Twitter, at March Bradness. Instagram, March.Bradness. Facebook, March Bradness. Um, you can find our website at marchbradness.net that has all of our past episodes and all links to all of the different podcast places you can listen to us, which would be great. Um, please give us five stars on iTunes. Please tell your friends and family and movie lovers and guy at the last blockbuster and just like (laughs) college professors or whatever. Um, cause word of mouth is kind of it cause, uh... It's just so hard in this world to go viral. Um, oh, you're getting really sad there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, tune in next week for our, our the Mexican versus eh? Um, By next week, we mean week after. Week after next. Tune in the week after next for the Mexican versus eh? And, uh... User's choice. User's choice. Brittany? Thank you so much yeah, for everything. Thank you. thank you so much. Friend of the show. Forever. Yay. Forever friend. So fun. Amazing. Thank you. Coming in hot with the best Brad Pitt opinions ever. <laughs> Great Brad Still Pitt. amazed that you have done this journey with us. Parallel to us. Wow. I'm, I probably wouldn't have made it all the way through without <gasps> this podcast. So thank you. Thank you. It kept you me going. <sighs> it all means something. <sighs> connection in this as we sit here reflecting magic that the universe was working it is what sarah told me the first time it's true that we emailed it's (laughs) true brad works in mysterious ways he does
right. Well, with that, dear listener, here come the police, so we gotta go. We gotta go, because they figured out that we figured out Brad Pitt loves Pitt. <laughs> okay, bye! Bye! Bye!